Hey, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's Good Small Flannel. That's the name of the podcast we're doing. It's Good Small Flannel. It's the comedy podcast that we all love doing so much. We all love uh, either listening or producing it, whichever one you're doing. You're loving it just as much as me, and I'm doing the producing and making it, and my name's Steve. I'm the one who says the stuff on the podcast, and it's so much fun, and it's definitely something we all enjoy, and not something that uh, just makes my upstairs neighbors start moving stuff around overhead whenever I try to record it, or just like walking it's not something that um they seek out seek out like vindictive uh moles or wood woodchucks other rodents and just start making a big clatter overhead um out of spite out of spite of people are just trying to have a good time online just trying to just trying to hang out with some good friends Record some good, really good uh, comedy podcasts. So it's fall now, and and you know what that means. Uh, it's football season, is what that, and you know what that means. It's fantasy football season. Um something we all get so stoked about fantasy football season and um my team my fantasy team they're doing pretty good this year they're doing uh, things are going pretty well for them so far they've uh, made out with Daphne on Frasier gotta respect that Got to give it up for them. That's a uh, that's their fantasy. Don't don't knock it. It's weird. A lot of the other guys in the league, the guys I'm a uh, my my fantasy teams playing against, most of their fantasies kind of have to do with stuff like um, scoring points in football. Or like yardage, stuff like that. Seems kind of unimaginative. <laughs> Moving furniture overhead. Uh, it seems kind of it seems kind of unimaginative to me. For the rest of the season, I'm hoping, my fantasy team, hoping to uh, uh, find a magic Nintendo where it, uh, it sucks you into the world of the different games and you get to like walk around and uh, just basically live inside the different Nintendo games. That's what I'm hoping for my uh, fantasy team. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. 
So happy fall, everyone, and uh, I guess we'll just start the show. So as most of you know, I am currently uh, kind of embroiled in this lawsuit uh, against the Big Johnson t-shirt company. You probably remember the the Big Johnson t-shirts from like middle school, going to middle school in the 90s. Uh, that's when it started and they only they've only gotten more popular. Things are really starting to take off for them. Seems you can't go a, an hour these days without seeing some cool guy in a, uh, a t-shirt that says Big Johnson fishing or whatever. And there's like a skinny nerd holding some ridiculously oversized fishing pole. And these two uh, hot bikini babes are hanging hanging on his side. And it says like, uh, uh, you gotta have a big rod to uh, hook. Something about something about uh, hookers. You gotta be. A, you gotta have a big rod to get a hooker or something. Or uh, Big Johnson bowling. Big Johnson brand bowling, and uh, the skinny nerd is there again, and he's uh, got his eyebrows raised, and he's like holding a huge uh, bowling pin kind of down by his crotch and he's got his eyebrows raised and again the two there's babes there and there's some some kind of hunky guys in the background who are like humiliated like sexually humiliated because they've just got regular size uh phallic bowling equipment and it's saying something funny about uh the gutter gutter no balls something about balls probably but uh, you gotta have a big strike to gutter ball. You know the shirts. You've seen them. And the hunky guys are pissed because they're they don't they don't have any babes. This freaking nerdy guy in the front, he's got two at least two hot bikini babes at the bowling alley. Just because it's huge. Oh, a bowling pin by his crotch. Um, anyway, we all love these hilarious shirts and the message behind them. Like I said, they're just getting more, more and more popular every day. Seeing more of these Big Johnson shirts, but like, look, you know, that's my culture. That's my life. That's my culture. And you're making a joke out of it like yeah okay I realize I have a different it's not my last name but that's my culture man look my grandfather came to this country so many years ago from uh, uh, John Sylvania from a greater John Sylvania he came to America with nothing, 
nothing but a, an oversized phallically shaped suitcase and his name uh, Biagi Jonsone Biagi Jonsone and uh, Emil Emil was his name Emil Biagi Jonsone and apparently the Ellis Island guy when uh, old grandpa Emil came over the Ellis Island guy thought that that name wasn't American enough or he was uh, sexually intimidated or something and he had to he changed the name he shortened it he Americanized it whitewashed it into what it is today uh, my grandpa Emil Big Johnson such a sad common story such a common story of these immigrants trying to come to this country and make it make something of themselves and you know what my grandfather Emil he might not have fit in in this country right away he might not have assimilated instantly but you know what he worked his ass off trying to get a piece of that dream we call the American dream. My grandpa Big Johnson, his dream, his always modest. All he wanted was to open a simple deli where he'd stand around all day with a gargantuanly oversized salami in his hands held at crotch height. Just standing behind the counter with a huge, awful salami jutting out of his crotch while beautiful babes would flock to his side and all his customers would be attractive, normal-looking guys who were sexually humiliated by him because they just had normal, normal-sized normal-sized sausages and lunch meats and they're looking sad, uh, checking out my grandpa. And you know what? Okay, it's been a long time. Grandpa Emil uh, has long since passed away. Big Johnson's Deli in New York has closed its doors, it's shuttered. And the old world of greater Johnsylvania may just be a, a, f- a faint memory and you know, I'm just a just a simple surgical oncologist. But I'm still a big Johnson. And when I pull out one of my patients, grossly deformed, oversized organs, their liver or their or their tumorous gallbladder or their disgusting oversized colon out of their abdominal cavity and I heft that unnaturally distorted slab of meat in front of my crotch slinging around and say something like uh, 
this organ, this huge, this huge organ is, a uh, gotta, gotta drain it. I gotta, this huge organ gotta get drained. Something like that. And two hot babe nurses flock to my side. And the, the other doctors are looking down. They're sexually humiliated. Because they just have normal size organs, you know. I just know that my grandpa Emil is up there in heaven looking down at me. Probably holding a huge harp or something up to his crotch. Nothing wrong with that. That's that's our heritage. He's saying, uh, uh, pluck my G-string or something. Oh yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway, that's the um. Oh, that's the reason I'm suing the Big Johnson T-shirt company. Uh, doing a lawsuit, doing a big old lawsuit against the um, Big Johnson shirts that are still very so relevant in our culture um, my uncle's a lawyer he's representing us and um, I ho hopefully he's got some really big um, legal equipment he can hold up to his crotch during the trial something like that I don't know anyway I don't really know what they uh, I don't really know what you do in law I don't know what that involves. It's gotta be something you can, uh, it's gotta be something phallic, right? It's gotta be something phallic lawyers do. I hope. Uh, cross my fingers on that one. Anyway, it's time for the, uh, you all know what time it is. It's time for the, one of our famous segments we, one of those segments we're always doing on Good Small Flannel. Um, this is probably the most famous of all of them. Except for the rant of the week. Where I just cut loose. Get it all off my chest. Get it all out. Get it all out there. Just go nuts. Just cut loose and get it out. And get it off my chest and get it out there. And... Cut loose. And the first subject today, uh, Target, Ranch Target Numero Uno, is uh, people who name their cars. Like, uh, oh yeah, we got, we got Roger, we got in Roger and we came over. Like, hey man. Just call it your van or whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna learn your car's name. I'm not gonna call it that. Or your pets. Look, it's just a van. Call it a van. Just say my van. You don't have to call it Roger or whatever. Same with your dog. Just call it a dog. I don't have time to learn these. 
names you come up with for your for your car or your pet. Just call your van, man. Rant number two. Uh, here's the here's the second rant. Here's what it's against. Um, going to call out people who need to be comfortable all the time. People who need to oh, you need to wear comfortable clothes. You need to be you need to be comfortable all the time. Uh, uh, what are you, uh, Henry the Eighth? What are you, uh, what are you, uh, Louis the 14th or something? What are you, Louis the 14th? Yeah, I didn't think so. And hold on, because we got another rant coming up. Another rant on deck. And here's who it's about. Um, a lot of people these days... We're mad about the Jews because they say they uh, control the media and Hollywood and all the banks and the laws of the country. But uh, you know what? I say, let them run it. Because who else are they going to get to be in charge of all that stuff? Not me. No thanks. I don't think so. Not this guy. And the next rant, rant number numero number quattro. Uh, this one's about my therapist is always telling me to, uh, fake it till you make it. If you're not happy, just fake it and then you'll make it. Like, uh, hey, I'm just gonna be, sounds like you want me to be gaslighting myself. And that was good delivery, you could tell when the, the punchline was on that rant. And, uh, oh, here's something I gotta call out. I got a bone to pick with these, uh, these so-called bronies. These quote-unquote, uh, bronies we've all been hearing so much about lately. Here's what they are. Uh, they're adult fans. Adult male fans, mostly, of the, the children's television show, cartoon, uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. They're adult fans of the show who uh, love it for its positive message of friendship and acceptance and who are totally ruining things 
for those of us who just want to fuck the sexy cartoon horses. They're out here making us look like idiots. Talking about friendship and positivity. I just want to jack off to the cartoon horses. That's the point of the show, right? Why would they draw them so sexy if that wasn't like the whole point of the thing? All that friendship bullcrap is just a... And moving right along with the rant of the week. We finally made it to the end. And oh, I just had to call him out. The next subject of the rant of the week. It's uh, tantric sex. You know, I just had to call him out. Call out uh, tantric sex. This guy at work. It's always a... Uh... Hey everybody, Steve here from the uh, Good Small Flannel Comedy Podcast. I'm just going to cut in here for a second. Uh, the ranting... The ranting does go on for quite some time and just only gets more and more savage as the uh, narrator continues to cut loose and uh, just get unbelievably raw and real and... That's so good. He was doing so good. And we'll get back to that in a second. Don't worry. But so I just wanted to kind of update everybody on my situation. What's going on in my life. Um, as I said in an earlier episode, I have moved to Chicago. I'm relocated back in Chicago and things are going so good. This comedy career I'm doing is really just starting to take off. And things are going so good, and my life is so good, and my my apartment is really good, and uh, the, the the bedroom though in my apartment uh, it's very it's very tiny, it's tomb sized. It's about the size of a tomb. You might say, kind of feels uh, tomb tombish, tomb like, uh, reminiscent of a of a tomb, and um, it does have a window that opens directly into a brick wall. There's kind of this air shaft between the buildings, and um, so you know how trees in the tall forest, the trees, the canopies kind of grow together to uh, collect all the sunlight and none of it gets down to the small plants on the bottom. A similar thing kind of happened with the buildings, so none of the sunlight that the uh, that wonderful sun we all know and love produces actually reaches my bedroom or uh, or any of the other light. So like at night, uh, it's just pitch black in there. It's just super dark. It's pitch black, um, and due to the pitch blackness and the the tomb size, like I said, it's basically a sensory deprivation tank. It is my own sensory deprivation tank. Uh, like it or not, that's what it is. It's very wet in there also. Everything's kind of damp. And so uh, I don't sleep anymore. I do not sleep. Uh, too dark to sleep. Uh, what I do instead is just lay in bed all night, not sleeping uh, with my eyes open, 
and just gazing into the, the infinite void that surrounds me and envelops me. And there, there's a lot of shapes and colors that appear in my vision staring out into the blackness, and it's so great. Um, some faces, too. And they talk to me, uh, some of these beings. It's not just like visual uh, hallucinations, it's, uh, it's audio, too. They got a lot of good things to tell me and things to say. And you know, so well, okay, a lot of these shapes and these uh, spectral beings project themselves, um, a lot of them are fake. Uh, most of them, I'd say, um, are not real and just a product of my uh, imagination or whatever. But, but every once in a while, you get a real one, you get a real being that's um, projected itself into my dark bedroom with an important message. And one came to me last night, and he's talking to me, and he says, Hey, Steve, remember that podcast that you did half of last week and then you got really good into the rants and you did the good rant on um, tantric sex but then the next day you woke up and remembered that uh, you probably got the idea from the Norm show with uh, Jim Carrey the same day that also did the tantric sex thing so you can't use that you idiot because you did the same thing and that looks uh, really stupid and unprofessional which is the last thing you need to be Steve in this um, professional podcast world that you're so immersed in but uh you know what you know what steve the shadowy figure said to me uh you got fans out there they're waiting on you they're counting on you you got to do the podcast you got to finish it and keep in mind don't get distracted with all this uh flashy ranting don't get distracted from the real um the real purpose the real reason you started doing this podcast in the first place um which, of course, is viral marketing for the Avatar sequels. Here at Good Small Flannel, we've been working closely with the, uh, the Avatar sequel people, the studios, doing good viral marketing for them, um, sneaking, getting you, getting you ready, getting, getting you excited for those um, there's going to be 11 now, 11 of these sequels, um, to the Avatar movie we all love so much and enjoy, um, obviously 11 for each of the, uh, celestial spheres in our universe. So instead of projecting it onto a screen in a theater, like a normal movie, which this ain't just going to be another one of your... Daddy's normal movies, kids. This is Avatar. They're going to be projected onto uh, into the celestial spheres of the universe, out into space. If you want to see the Avatar sequels, you got to look out into space, and you won't be able to have a choice because it takes up the entire night sky and some during the day. They're going to start with the the first one, the first second one. The second one, they're gonna. Uh, it's gonna be projected onto the the sphere where the stars are, so kind of the background sphere. And then um, each each progressive movie, uh, it's gonna get a little closer until finally, um, with the the twelfth and final Avatar movie, will be um, projected onto the entire surface of the Earth, 
uh, in real time, in real scale, um, and we will uh, live in the Avatar world. And isn't that good? And what a good way to end the podcast show. And that's it's over now. That's the that's it.